Welcome to the Circle of Gumption podcast, A Well-Balanced Life with Kenneth O'Neill. Zig Ziglar said, I believe a man was designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, and endowed with the seeds of greatness. Kenneth O'Neill carries this tradition forward in his work and in this podcast, The Circle of Gumption, as he shows how maximizing your God-given talents and abilities leads to a successful, well-balanced existence in all areas of life. Join co-hosts Tom Fox and Kenneth O'Neill as they explore the circle of gumption to help change your life mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, and professionally by improving the health of your relationship with others and yourself. Today, Kenneth and Tom take up the subject of reviving trust in society. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox, back again with Kenneth O'Neill for another episode. Maybe ask you to review the elements of the Circle of Gumption for us. Oh, thank you. That's great. It's good to be here again. And the Circle of Gumption, of course, the book was published in 22, July of 2022. And I guess the thing, the fastest way to get people back to recognizing the Circle of Gumption is through what I call the fundamentals of the Circle of Gumption. And these are the principles that we stand by. A person that would have gumption would be characteristic as this. Your mental input is so important. The things that you put in your mind, the books you read, the people you associate with, the music you listen to, and the things that you go through on a daily life. But guard the things that you put in your mind through the things you read and the people you associate with. And number two is we talk about living a life of integrity. And the byproduct of integrity, of course, is trust. Integrity is a big thing. And then number three is that we take this from Nike. Do it now and you will be motivated to continue to do it. So we want to be motivated to do the right thing and to be the right person. We believe in self-discipline, self-control, and creating good habits. In fact, my good friend Tom Ziegler, he talks about take those bad habits and replace them with good habits. So that is a wonderful thing to do as a person of gumption. Then we believe that you ought to be working for your dream, for your vision, for your purpose. In other words, chase serving people instead of chasing the almighty dollar. So it's not the paycheck, it's the dream. And then we believe that everybody should be a goal setter. Once set, it's amazing. But if you just set the goal, if you have a target, you're halfway home. You're already gotten started. And then the last one that we really believe in is that in your personal development, you should work on yourself the most. Kenneth, thank you for that review of the fundamentals of the Circle of Gumption and the pillars, but I really wanted to ask you to introduce that, so then turn to how does that relate to trust? Trust. Oh, man. Excellent question. And trust is where we place confidence in someone or something. 
we go on an airplane and we trust the pilot to know where he's going. So trust is we believe people are going to do the right thing and they're going to be the right person. We're going to have faith in them. And it's a, an assured reliance on the character and the ability and the strength of other people the strength of someone that we're looking for to have that trust. And I came up with, if we're talking about trust at a very high level, is care for other people. You can trust people when you show them that you care and vice versa. We've always talked about effective communication in our interaction. We talk about character of people their competence and their consistency. So all that stuff that starts with a C, that increases the trust level. And trust, I think we did a series on relationships and trust is so important in relationships. People that are loyal and they trust to you. And Relationships, of course, is one of the most valuable things that we can have, and we must have trust to have a high level. The problem is that in today's culture, we actually live with a high degree of what I'm calling skepticism. Just real, people don't trust. They have no benefit of the doubt. Now, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. I'm going to stop you there because I have some insight into your professional background. Okay. And in your professional background, skepticism is a key component of what you would have done as either a CPA or an auditor. So I'd like to maybe ask you to explore how can you have professional skepticism yet develop a trust relationship in the business context? I always, uh, in my accounting career, I always felt, and I actually said this openly, is that you really can't make a good deal with a bad person. So I think that the quality of the people that come in, and we always used to vet those people. We want to know the background of the chief financial officer, the CEO. And so we would have conversations with them. We'd have a relationship with them. We want to know what is their goal for the company. You know, what is their achievements that they've had in the past? So I think that there's, there might be a little stronger word that I would use is that we use a great deal of due diligence. And we're trained, of course, to look for those things that would be a red flag. But being skeptical is, uh, I'm just saying that today, People that have a lack of trust, where there is mistrust, be skeptical. You hit right on the head. We want you to be skeptical to a certain part. But today, and maybe it's caused from what we've been through in the last couple of years, but I've talked to people, they don't trust the government. They don't even trust the educational system. Things that we thought in the past were safe and things that we could do. They're no longer safe. I remember I used to love to go to the Saturday matinee and sit in the movie theater. It was so comfortable and I felt very secure. But with the things that have been happening, even the church is being challenged. 
doctors are being channeled. So the lack of trust is, I think it's significant today. And, but you, that's a good word, skeptical. I think that we do diligence and searching to see if there's problems. And you and I look at the cycle of the internal control and what is the compliance we want to know. And we use statistical sampling and everything to get to the bottom line there. But maybe we could do an entire episode on trust, but verify. Trust, but verify. Okay. Yeah. But trust, but very, that's good. Okay. Somebody said that once Yeah, a long time ago, but you're absolutely right. We are at a point in our country where trust is at, it's maybe not all time low, but a very low point. How can we as individuals start to build that back? How do people like you and I start that process of rebuilding trust really at the fundamental level? That's an excellent question. And I've actually had this conversation with Tom Ziegler. Now, Zig Ziegler, he was so extroverted and he was all out there for you and so everything. And Tom, his son, is such an analytical guy. In fact, he'll tell you face to face that he's a real nerd. He's a real geek. He loves to get into things. And he came up with this, that he thinks that the culture of a lack of trust is promoted by the personal, what people think is their personal truth, even if it contradicts the literal truth. Okay, he thinks that there's a major problem where we as individuals, it's our personal truth, but truth, real truth cannot contradict itself. If something contradicts itself, it is not true. Okay, do you follow this? I do. A statement or an idea that contradicts itself is considered to be logically inconsistent. Two statements that contradict each other cannot both be true at the same time and in the same way. So when institution, medical, educational, churches, when those institutions require us to accept something that is not true, and they say it's equal to what is true, then we can no longer trust that institution because truth cannot contradict itself. All right. So he's saying the whole problem here is personal truth. What have we heard? My reality is my perspective. Okay. So a lack of credible, effective communication is the major contributor to the decline of trust and to the increase of skepticism. All right. So to build trust in words and everything that is said, our words and our deeds must be congruent. There's got to be alignment to what we're saying. And that comes back to this word of integrity. So you can't just talk the talk. You have to walk, walk the walk. I think that's what we say in Texas. Walk the walk, man. If you fall off that horse, get back on it. So communication without proper support through the behavior. You can say, but you got to have the action. That's why we say be the right person by doing the right things and giving.
giving back. And then you can create your legacy. And this word legacy is so important because 150 years ago, what I mean, from now, what are they going to be saying about the people that are saying and doing? Were they congruent? I have an excellent story about integrity. There was a fireman. He was, he was going to take off a week or so. He had been working hard, working a lot of hours, lived in, lived in Denver. All right. And so he was going to just drive out west. And he got out to state of Washington. And he saw smoke in the distance. And he said, oh, my goodness, that's a fire. And so he went toward the fire. And it was coming. He could see it. And there was an elderly gentleman was outside. And he was digging a trench around his personal residence. And this fireman named Tom, he said, hey, uh, he said, that fire is going to be here in less than an hour. He said, give me that shovel. And the guy said, oh, I got to get this done. And he said, I will save your house for you. And for 26 hours, that fireman worked on that house, saved that house. And somebody had him on TV afterwards and said, why did you do that? Why? And he looked at him and said, I'm a fireman. Now that's integrity. And you can trust people like that. That's why the byproduct of integrity is trust. And see, one of our biggest problems now, creating all the skepticism, all this concern, all this distrust, is that our actions we're not doing the right thing. Because if you do the right thing and live a life of integrity, you got trust. And if there's no trust, there must be no integrity. Which to me, that sounds logical. But remember, on the Continental Airlines magazine that you flew years ago before they merged with United, on the front page, the cover of their airline magazine was Kenneth Lay, CEO of Enron. And it said, a man of integrity. Because Ken Lay wanted to be the number one businessman in the country. That was his ego and that's what he wanted. A purpose for you individually does not build the well-being of humankind. We've got to serve other people with what we say and what we do. Look, I can't think of a better way to end this episode, and I look forward to continuing this conversation. Yes, sir. Thanks again. I always love to come see you. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode of The Circle of Gumption. If you have enjoyed it, I hope you'll subscribe to our podcast and rate and review it. We link to Kenneth O'Neill's website as well as his book, circle of gumption. I hope you will join us again for another episode as we continue our exploration on the circle of gumption, a well-balanced life with Kenneth O'Neill. This podcast is a production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.